Assalamu alaikum, peace be upon you. Welcome to the Matcha Talk podcast with me, Samia of Sunnah Living. I am here every Monday to have a down-to-earth, real conversation with you. This is a beautiful morning. I have my warm matcha latte ready to go and a topic I'm burning to talk about. Let's begin. Welcome to the first episode of Matcha Talk podcast. This is your host, Samia, and today we are talking about identity. I chose this topic today because this is something that I have struggled with since probably middle school. And the reason is, is because that's exactly when I got to the States. So you see, I was 11 when I came to the United States. Um, I still remember the first night that we spent. It was in New York. The, it was one of those hotel rooms provided by the flight. And um, because something had happened, we were given a free stay in the hotel room. And I remember us looking at the buffet that they had. And uh, there was rice and I don't know what else, seriously, what they had. But I just remember that... We ate the rice, we like me and everyone in my family who had come here. My father was already living here for quite a long time. Um, So anyways, we were there eating the rice and it tasted so horrible. It tasted like nothing. And I remember that. And we could not eat that even though we were so hungry. And I remember taking a bite into the apple and I was like, wow, this is the worst tasting apple I've ever had in my life. So that was our intro into the United States. And I think the reason probably was because, you know, different countries, different food, different flavors, and obviously coming from a very spice-filled background, eating a rice which had no flavor at all was probably one of, I mean, not probably, but definitely it was a very difficult experience for me that I still remember to today. And things were not too much different when I entered into the school system here uh, because my English was very limited. I could understand just the basics, basically. And I entered into a school where they had the ESOL program, the English as a Second Language program. And I was put in there. Everyone there spoke Spanish. Every single student in there spoke Spanish, which was very confusing to me because I saw... I remember my brother used to watch some English movies in Pakistan and I would see them and it was like, oh, these are the movies from America and then you are going to America, so you have to speak English. Uh, And so when I came over here, it was one of those things where I was just angry for a very long amount of time because people did not speak English. The one that I was familiar with, everyone was speaking Spanish. I couldn't communicate. I couldn't understand you know, and so I had to learn English very rapidly. And I basically had no choice, I could not communicate. So even at that time, I was having really big identity issues, I could not communicate with people, I didn't know how to identify myself in front of everyone. And I dressed differently, because my dad was like, I don't know where to take you guys. So he took us to Ross. And he took us to the men's section and I wore clothing which was like size large. I remember the shirt. It was a men's shirt, size large. And that was my first shirt that I got when I came over here. And oh my goodness, I go back and I try to think and, you know, just imagine what people were thinking when they looked at me. A little tiny kid, I was, I did not have my growth spurt. Like I said, I was 11 and I hit puberty pretty late. So I was a tiny little person and I was wearing a size large 
shirt I remember it I think had some pink lines on it and uh, my mom would give me two ponytails they were on my head one on each side and that was my beginning of an American life and you can imagine how confusing and how weird it was I didn't speak the language I didn't look all right and none of the food tasted okay to me so I have a lot of experience with identity issues and I think at some point I still struggle with that. Now, not as an American, but I struggle with that as a Pakistani and I did struggle with that as a Muslim. And this is something which I really wanted to talk about today because when you're listening to and talking about identity, it is important to know exactly which part of the identity is the most important. I mean, I have many different ones, you know. I wear many different hats. I have an identity as a, a Pakistani wife to a Puerto Rican husband. I have an identity as a Muslim who is raised in the United States. Identity as a person who is from Pakistan. Identity as a Muslim who is from Pakistan. So there's a lot of things going on and I just basically have to pick one. And I choose to pick on my identity as a Muslim. That's something that I can talk to everyone about. You know, that's something that actually will connect me to other people more than my identity as a Pakistani American would do. Looking at the country's situation where we have a lot of political things happening and a lot of just social things happening where it is sometimes difficult to show up as a Muslim. Sometimes you're looked at the token Muslim who would have all the answers and who would recommend, or excuse me, who will represent every Muslim out there. And other times you're looked at the person who definitely represents all the bad guys out there. So yes, it is challenging and it is very difficult, but identity, identifying myself as a Muslim and identifying yourself as a Muslim, it is so important to have that little peace in the heart because, you know, there are times where I feel so conflicted and like, where is it? Where, what do I really stand on? What is it that I really believe in? And so I still remember this was an important event. So I want to share this with you guys. I was in Washington State, um, excuse me, Washington, D.C., and I was right in front of the White House. This was a special trip. Uh, this was back in December of 2019. My husband had some work there in the in D.C. or near the area. And um, we were able to travel and look at the place and check out the Capitol during the weekend. It was my first Saturday into town. And I was like, all right, let's check out all the historic sites. So we saw the Lincoln Memorial. We saw the Arlington Cemetery. And then we headed towards the White House, which is a lot smaller than you would think. It looks pretty big in the picture, but it's not really that big. At least, you know, it's big compared to my house, but it just doesn't seem big like other memorials or stuff that we saw over there that day. But I remember approaching, just approaching the White House. Um, you, you could just see one of the walls or whatever. And there was like uh, police officers standing by. And then there was like a fence. They're building like a fence or some sort um, around the White House. They're rebuilding it or fixing it or something like that. And I hear from far away like, Allahu Akbar. That was like loud. And I'm like, what the buffoonery? What did just happen? <laughs> because 
This is a moment which I will talk later was very, very important to me. My reaction to this statement. Anyways, I heard that and then later on we moved a little bit forward to see there was this man. He was a Muslim. It was really cold. So he was wearing a blue hat、uh, or maybe it was a black hat. I don't remember. But he was wearing a beanie and he had a Royal blue colored jacket, and on that jacket, I remember seeing the word Allah, I remember Islam, I remember Creator, something of that nature. So he was there wearing a shirt and saying things which clearly identified him as a Muslim. And he was doing some physical movements, but he wasn't saying anything except for the adhan. So he would take his time, he would say the first line, and then he would take his time and take the second line. It was some sort of a Some sort of a protest because there was someone right across from him, and the sidewalk is very, you know, it's not that wide, it's pretty narrow. And there was someone right in front of him, basically, with a with a postcard. I don't really remember what was going on, I just remember seeing other hijabis close by and other Muslims. There were some hijabis, they had a, some had a stroller and stuff, and we were all like, What is going on? Like, what is this? So, he, I mean, look at this guy, right? He is in Washington, DC, he is right. Right in front of the White House, obviously in front of the fence, but he was right there and he's loud and proud and he's representing himself and he's saying, Hey, look at me, I'm a Muslim. That is so amazing. I still cannot believe that I witnessed that. And I want to go back to my reaction. So when I was there,、um, and you know, I remember locking my eyes with my husband whenever I heard the first takbir. Honestly, I felt like a hypocrite at that time. Seriously, because I, you know, I feel like as a Muslim, my identity has been mixing up with the identity people want me to have, especially the people who disagree with my life, who disagree with my faith. I feel like I have molded myself in accordance to their expectations. Or, what, what their reactions are of me, what they think of me when I go outside. So, when I heard that Allahu Akbar, honestly, I thought something was about to go down. That was, it is really, I mean, I'm really sad to admit this, and, but I really needed this awakening. I'm like, what is this? Why did I immediately become concerned about my surrounding? I hear takbir, it should be a moment of happiness. I'm here in front of the White House. And there is this guy who's saying takbir. Wow, Allahu Akbar. Let's say it again. you know. But instead, I was like, what is going on? I was cautious. So, even though I feel confident as a Muslim, I feel like, oh, yes, this is me, and there's no way anything outside of myself can change who I am, I still was confused and I still was impacted by everyone else. My identity is muddled. It, it was just an experience where, I mean, I don't know. I just have all these thoughts in my mind about it. And I wanted to share some of these thoughts with you because I feel that we can relate on this. We really don't feel comfortable in our identity as a Muslim. And you know what happened afterwards?、Uh, it was time for us to pray. And、um, I was doing my traveler's prayer, and my husband was not. So we found a little spot not too far away from there. And, and I was like, you know what? We're going to pray. Openly and proudly, and we're going to say, This is my time for prayer, and I'm going to make my prayer, and there's nothing anyone can do about it. And we prayed, and we've done this before, obviously, praying in public. 
But there's always this little uncertainty associated with it. There's always that, oh, I don't know, what are people thinking? I'm praying over here. I always feel that there is this conversation, this voice inside of me, which it's kind of, you know, is shaitan, probably most likely having waswasa or whatever, having all these whisperings, which are unwelcomed, but they persist. But that was a day where I didn't have that. I just felt happy. I just felt like, look, here's that guy. I can do it too. At that moment, I felt comfortable in my identity. I felt welcomed in my identity as a Muslim. And it was so empowering. And I have that stranger who I really didn't talk to or anything to thank. As of now, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure how strong I am. I haven't been tested in the same way again. But I really do hope that I inspired you with my story and that I also become better and just be comfortable with my identity. As a hijabi, the, the topic of identity is also very, very important. Um, and I think a lot of time people are afraid of, for my fellow Muslim sisters who are kind of delving into the idea of a hijab or especially when something happens unfortunately when some 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 event happens outside where we feel our safety is threatened suddenly hijab becomes a little bit of a debate like oh i don't know should i should i be wearing a hoodie overhead should i just stay home for the day you know i think we have all these conversations in our mind at least i do i mean let me know if i'm speaking for you or not um, but I definitely have these thoughts in my mind. And, you know, we just have to say screw it. I mean, that person who did whatever does not represent me. My identity is not associated with the media. It's not associated with the actions of that person. It's only associated with me as a Muslim who believes in the oneness of Allah. And that's really what all of this is about. I wish I could go back in time and tell my younger self that, that confused self in middle school, that confused self in high school, and I feel even more confused self in college when I was like, what is happening with myself? I was not a hijabi. I was just a, what I would call a casual Muslim who would, you know, pray on Jumas um, and all that good stuff. But, um, you know, going through all of that, and looking at myself now, I have definitely made a lot of progress. There has been stuff that I've been able to do and feel proud of. I applied for positions, which you wouldn't think that I would apply to as a hijabi, but I did. Uh, didn't get hired, but that's another conversation for a very different time. But it happened and, and I feel confident. I applied for many different jobs and I was able to hold positions for a long time. And my hijab didn't stop me. Uh, being married to my husband and his family being non-Muslim, my hijab does not stop me. I have not been questioned and I don't intend to change that because I feel the hijab in a way really helped me in forming an identity, even though it is still on the rocks sometimes, like I mentioned about my experience in D.C., Yes, it is probably still in the rocks at times where I feel a little bit confused. I, I question my decisions and I question myself. But overall, I feel pretty confident um, in my identity. And every time I'm going to feel shaky, I hope that you can remember the story of that man who was wearing a blue jacket in front of the White House. And I hope I remember that too. And we can find some hope, some inspiration, and that little boost to keep going one more day as a strong and proud Muslimah. This is all I have on the topic of identity for today. Let me know what your thoughts are. What did you experience the similar things that I did? 
Um, was this story about the man in the White House as astounding to you as it was to me? I could never imagine myself doing it. Can you? Oh, and one more thing. How about if you came to this country, were you the weird kid in the block as well? Let me know on the Instagram at Sunna Living, and I look forward to hearing from you.